kun clamore valido et lacrimis offerens. With a loud cry and tears making his offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. This voted Mass of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Eternal High Priest, contains for us particular graces. And some of the graces given us in this voted Mass of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Eternal High Priest, are related to and spring from the passage from the Epistle. Christ, in the days of his flesh, with a strong cry and tears, offering up prayers and supplications to him that was able to save him from death, was heard for his reverence. Those who have long probed and prayed over chapter 5 of the Epistle to the Hebrews recognize in this passage some, in allusion to the prayer of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, and others, in allusion to the prayer of Jesus from the altar of the cross, where he exercised his eternal high priesthood most completely, most perfectly, being at once the offering priest and the offered victim. It seems to me that the passage in question applies to both instances of prayer in the life of our Lord Jesus Christ. First, to his prayer in Gethsemane. Not for nothing do we have this voted Mass on Thursday, Thursday being the day of the institution of the priesthood and of the Most Blessed Sacrament, Thursday being the day, or rather the night, on which we commemorate our Lord's bloody agony in the Garden of Gethsemane. The prayer of our Lord is described as going up, clamore valido, with a loud cry, that is, with a cry wrenched from the very depths of his being. What was this? cry of Jesus in Gethsemane. It was, I think, the same cry that he uttered from the cross. Father, Father, Pater, Pater. We know from the Gospels that, in effect, the prayer of our Lord in Gethsemane and from the cross contained this word, this appeal 
this invocation of his father. And in some way, that one word sums up all of our Lord's Prayer, all of the dispositions of his sacred heart, his filial heart, his priestly heart. I had occasion to say to the priests gathered in Prague on the day before yesterday that every priest is born and set apart by the laying on of hands to go to the altar and there to say Father. Te igitur clementissime Pater. Pater. Father. The passage goes on to say that our Lord offered up prayers and supplications to him, to the Father, that was able to save him from death, and he was heard for his reverence. It is an immense and mysterious thing, this reverence that characterizes the filial and priestly prayer of Jesus. The Word, who from the beginning was God and was with God, this Word, having taken on our flesh, expressed what was his life from all eternity facing the Father in this cry, Father, that was invested with a divine reverence. The, the authors of the French school said they spoke of God worshipping God. We, we cannot plumb the depths of the reverence that invests the prayer of Jesus to his Father. A reverence that does not exclude confidence nor abandonment to his Father's love. This prayer of Jesus to the Father, the cry in Gethsemane, the cry from the cross, and the tears of Jesus are contained in the Most Holy Sacrament of the Altar. Oh, looking at modern authors, Mother MacTilde writing in the 17th century, Blessed Marmion writing in the last century, both tell us that all of the mysteries of Christ, everything that Christ ever did, everything that he ever said, every sentiment of his sacred heart is contained mysteriously in the Most Holy Sacrament of the Altar. The Most Holy Eucharist is, to speak in human terms, according to our understanding of time, is at every moment an actualization of everything that Jesus ever did, and of every word he ever uttered, of every prayer he ever made. Not only does the Most Holy Sacrament of the Altar contain 
these mysteries, these events, these words, but these are eternally present to the Father in a perfect offering and made available to us, made available to us in the holy sacrifice of the Mass, to which all the other sacraments are ordered, and made available to us in the divine office. That is to say that when we are incapable of praying, we have only to avail ourselves of the prayer of Jesus that is perpetual, eternal, and actual in the sacred host. The sacred host contains mysteriously which doesn't mean in an unreal way, mysteriously means really, but in a hidden way, even the tears of Jesus. The psalmist says, speaking of himself, thou hast collected all my tears in a bottle. This is the psalmist's way of saying that his tears are, are precious in the sight of God, and that God counts the tears of men. God collects them. God receives the tears of men as the expression of their prayer. And so the tears of Jesus in Gethsemane are eternally presented to the Father and eternally made available to us. Those tears that in Gethsemane were mingled with drops of blood flowing even onto the ground beneath the prostrate body of Jesus. And what are we to say of the prayers of Jesus and of the tears of Jesus from the cross? It is a supremely efficacious thing to offer to the Father not only the precious blood of Jesus, but the tears of Jesus. And with the tears of Jesus, the tears of the sorrowful mother. For these two are integral to the mystery of redemption, the tears of the son and the tears of the mother. The prayer of Jesus in Gethsemane and the prayer of Jesus from the cross is contained in the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, contained in the Sacred Host, presented to the Father, and made available to us. When we, in our poverty, in our weakness, in our distress, are incapable of formulating any prayer, there are moments in life when one simply is incapable of formulating a prayer, of saying anything. What is one to do? In such hours, one can avail oneself of the tears and of the blood and of the prayer of Jesus to his Father, saying to the Father, Father, I have nothing to offer thee but the tears and the blood and the prayers of thy beloved Son, the eternal High Priest. This prayer is always infinitely pleasing to the Father and supremely efficacious.
And so on this Thursday, as we prepare to each of us to spend time before the sacred host, I exhort you and encourage you to make this offering to the Eternal Father, the prayer, the blood, and the tears of his beloved Son, our Eternal High Priest. Do this with full assurance that your prayer will be not only pleasing to the Father, but wonderfully adequate to all of our needs, to all of the needs of the Church, to all of the needs of the world. The offering is given to us that we might make it united to Jesus Christ, the Eternal High Priest. And in making it, participate, poor sinners that we are, in his work of redemption and in his priestly mediatorship. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.